0: Hope it makes
1: really Yeah. So I'm the, I'm I'm a function of how long this goes. It,
0: depending on your I, opening I set you the function. I'm not. John is saying that. Well, I'll tell you what we're gonna do that's different today, and I'm excited about it. You're gonna cut me off. Well when you get True. long in the tooth, yeah. your your protege, Max Shapiro, is yeah. gonna Give you the, give you the, you know, point to his watch and go. Uh, this is like watching paint dry. I'm gonna, yeah, maybe get a taser. I'm gonna tase him. <laughs> Can you do something? Yeah. Give him a little tase. Uh, Stephen, I, don't, I don't see your jacket today.
1: I took it off. You saw it. You commented on it. You asked right. who
0: Oliver Spencer was. Right, and then I did say that you. I think what you do, Steven, yes. I think you go to the movies. You and your fourth wife. And you then go, I want to look like that guy, because that jacket is right out of Top Gun, pile. In, in the last three years,
1: I've been uh. to Top Gun, mm-hmm. fantastic Maverick. Yep, how to get the jacket uh, to
0: go, didn't um, it? Is that official merchandise?
1: Elvis, uh-huh. liked it. Nah. Avatar, not like. And Saturday, we went to see Air. I heard that was good. So good. Was it? Yeah, so good. That was Bateman. You
0: like a Bateman? Bateman was fantastic. You love a Bateman. God. Get us rolling, Johnny. Okay, well, guys, welcome to Hope It Makes. Hope It Makes is a real estate and lifestyle podcast. My name is John Bronson. I'm a real estate agent. I can't believe I'm saying this. I've been selling real estate for 20 years in this fair city of ours, and I'm joined by Stephen Shapiro. Stephen Shapiro is the co-founder and the chairman of West Side Estate Agency. Hello. We have offices in Beverly Hills and Malibu, and we have over 80 agents that are working here under the West Side Estate Agency umbrella. Is that true? Am I wrong? 80? S- 65. 65 to 80. So we're just under 80. And um, let's see. We're also here with at Max Shapiro. Max is a real estate agent with a terrific book of business, and he is also a very well-known restaurant reviewer uh, on his Instagram, which you can follow at, at Max Shapiro. And if you want to, to learn a little bit more about, about us, about West Side Estate Agency, we encourage you to go to our website, which is weahomes.com. You'll see all of our inventory. And you can read up about all the different agents. You can contact us there. And with that, I'd like to get us started. And uh, Stephen, uh, you you had some stats that you wanted to go over with us? I do. Okay. You know, at the end of each month, I get statistics
1: for the month prior so that we can look and see how things compare to uh, the year prior. Mm-hmm. So... This year, March was a very interesting month because um, the ULA tax went into effect April 1st, so that um, uh, so that people were closing sales at the end of the mar- end of March to eliminate payment of the four to five and a half percent ULA tax. Mm-hmm. So these statistics represent that. So far this year, there have been 239 closed sales of 5 million or more. And last year, there were 262 of 5 million or more. That's down 9%. Not bad. But when you start to go up, there were 62 at 10 million this year. Last year, there were 102 closed sales at 10 million plus. So that's down 38% getting worse. Mm -hmm. There were 13 sales of 20 million plus versus 28 sales of 20 million plus last year. Now we're down 54%. 5 million were over 30 and 14 were um, last year. 44 of the $5 million plus sales that closed this year, we're in the last week of March to beat the ULA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most interesting detail I'll give you is that at the moment, there are 44 pending sales of $5 million plus, and there were 101 pending at this time last year. That's a reduction of 44%. Scary. So we, we can see by looking at this that the lower the price, the less impact we have. And I can tell you that on sales of under $5 million, probably we have less than the 9% of the $5 million sales. So we are in a market that has been declining, and March was a particularly good month for the very high-end sales, but it was, comparatively speaking, to 2022, it was very bad.
0: So March had a little bit of, a, of an up, uptick because of the ULA tax, but overall, even with that, it's still way down over last year. Correct. I'm not counting March.
2: That was, that was, that was a Hail Mary of yeah. a month. Let's see how, what April and yeah. May bring. I'm telling you, those numbers are not going to be juicy and sexy.
1: Yeah. We'll have to see what they are. Um, you well, know, but they're not going to—they're not going to be great if you look at the pending forty-four. I know. I mean, forty-four so, so versus I'm saying March is a mulligan. Forty-four versus
0: hundred and one is not a good outlook. No, um, you know, we we have a lot um, specific to our town of LA that's been going on. We just had the our First Republic Bank, which was a large bank in this town that does a lot of the real estate lending. And that just was seized and sold to J.P. Morgan. Um, how, how do you think that's going to affect our outlook in the next 12 to 18 months? We've got one of our largest lenders uh, at the high end, and they just cratered. Well, there's still,
1: there's still money out there to loan. That's what banks do. Banks take in money. The depositors that withdrew the $100 billion that was withdrawn from First Republic didn't disappear. It went into other banks. So those banks will be making loans. Understand that when uh, a bank gets a, a deposit of a dollar, they can lend out somewhere between five and eight dollars on that dollar. That's how they make money, mm-hmm. and the banks have been incredibly profitable the last few years, other than these these unusual circumstances of uh, S V B, Signature, and First Republic. So it will you'll just have to find another lender.
0: But do you think that just the fact that. Um First Republic was sold or absorbed or whatever, and they sort of had their eye on helping high-net-worth individuals obtain residential loans and construction loans, and they're gone, and maybe J.P. Morgan's not going to have that same um, perspective. Somebody will. Someone, Someone's going to fill in the gap.
1: Somebody's going to fill the gap. So
0: you're not yeah. concerned yeah. about that?
1: Not okay. concerned, because they that's how they make money, by making loans.
0: Um Why do you think that, you know, we we had some indicators this this month that the inflation is easing a little bit, and... uh, I don't feel that, personally. Well, you may not be feeling it, but that is what the numbers are saying.
1: Well, numbers don't always... Numbers are skewed to whatever way the person giving you the numbers wants you to... To respond,
0: okay. But do you
1: do you feel when you go to the store or you buy this or you buy that that it, the prices are no. going
0: down? No, no. I don't. Okay. What's up? Okay, so we're going to throw that out the window. But the interest rate w- went up a bunch this past week, didn't it? Yes. And what is w- what what is causing that? I think the 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 bank failure, the First Republic bank failure. Just like le- less less people there, lending, less. There's oil. an interim period here. Yeah, scary. Um, the, uh, one more thing that affects LA that I don't know if it affects the rest of the country is we're a company town, we have a writer strike. Um, a lot of people say we were not even fully recovered from the fact that the pandemic kind of, uh, hit the independent contractors, uh, more than other industries. Does, does this writer strike, does this going to make matters worse?
1: I think, in the short term, it will. I mean the last writer strike lasted a hundred days,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, production companies pivoted to unscripted programs and reality shows, which is again what will happen. but I yeah, think there aren't enough of those right I think uh from writers that I know or have known, they're not sitting home and not writing, so they'll take advantage of this time to to build a backlog of potential projects that they have so that when the strike is uh, ended, they'll be able to move forward with their next project. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, it's like any other industry, the top 10% make 90% of the money. So hopefully the people at the bottom who, you know, need their work to get out there can hang in there till the strike is resolved and get working.
0: Stephen, this interest rate that we're talking about um, which has doubled in the past year or so um, so much of our of our business is not dependent on a loan so many people just come in and they pay all cash and uh, that that that's been the that's been the way that business has been done here for the past decade uh, why why is this slowing down our our high-end sales so much, this high interest rate, why why, why do they care? If they're not getting a loan, why do they care? Is it because they don't want to be the one caught paying the highest price? They think prices are going to uh, correct? or What's causing this? That's
1: pretty much it. They don't want to be the schmuck that overpaid. Uh And if they think – well, they can see that houses are staying on the market for a longer period of time. When houses were selling – Immediately when they went on the market, people had to react and either buy or or lose. Now somebody looks at a house, and three months later or six months later, the house is still on the market, which means that the market isn't at the price that the seller is asking. So the buyer will be smarter and more diligent about the price that he or she offers. Mm -hmm.
2: But uh, don't you also think it's inventory? Like if a buyer today said, "Hey, I'm, my budget's 25 million, mm. you can't really find them what they want for 25. So that keeps them from buying too, because there isn't really much out there.
1: You know, it's been a long time till you can find since you've been able to find somebody something that they wanted, right. wh- Which is why I tell you and the other agents, that the the job, the hardest part of the job is finding somebody, finding somebody what they like. want. So if you're able to find something that the buyer wants, they better act on it.
2: But even more difficult now because there's not enough good properties out there. Yep, and uh, I think that's slowing down sales as well.
1: There's plenty you know, of overpriced property out there. Know, I know.
0: Is it? I guess they're sort of just reluctant to to reduce the price because they sort of figure I'm in this house at this great interest rate. And, uh, you know, it doesn't really make sense for them to,
1: but we're, you were just saying that people are buying for all cash. So the interest rate doesn't matter if you, if Depends on motivation, you can, if you're, if you're talking about an expensive house, you can only write off a million one of the, of your interest on that mortgage. So, um, you know, I don't know that that's the answer to your question. Uh, they're not reducing the price if they don't need to sell. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And there are a lot of a lot of people out there that have houses on the market that they don't need to sell. A lot of them are turning to renting their house instead of selling their house. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of brokers encourage sellers to put a price on a house so that the <laughs> broker can get a listing. Right. And that's not a not a price that uh, the market's going to pay for that house.
0: Are, are we in our own bubble here when you compare us to the other top five metropolitan cities around the country or in the world even? Are, are we all in this together? Is LA better off or worse off? Or, or is it affecting all of us? I think ultimately we're all in the
1: same. We may hit peaks and troughs at different times Mm -hmm. but we all get to the same place ultimately
0: yeah uh so so your your just general outlook is clearly that it's slower it's it's slowed down there's not it's it's just a double-edged sword there's not a lot of inventory and the buyers are just on the sidelines and we're just going to have to wait it out
1: my general outlook is good there are a lot of buyers. That want to spend $2 million, $3 million per house. A lot of buyers. Yeah. And uh,
0: those. That price, th- price range is. Those prices crazy. are still
1: going high, some frequently higher than the asking price yeah. and, and in multiple offers. Mm-hmm. The higher you get, the less active, excuse me, the market is. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, well thank you for, for that report. You don't need to thank me, John. I appreciate your no, report. Thank, thank you for you. doing that. Okay nice going. I did it just for you. Nice Steven did a nice job there. You yeah. wrapped it up and you kept your boring business. Moving to, uh, on. Uh, Max, Max Shapiro <laughs> is here and we are going to talk a little bit, you know, I'm bringing this up because Max had an open house <laughs> and I went to go look at it and it's on Heather, sure did. On Heather Road. Heather or? Road, yeah. It's on Heather Road, which just to give the People listening at home are in their cars. Heather Road is literally like a block away from Beverly Hills. It's in the post office. Yeah, and and this
2: side of Heather Road is ha, has a lot of great houses on it and great neighbors. Paul McCartney
0: across the street, Rihanna two doors up. So yeah, big so, street. Um, you know, I, I I went to this open house and boy did you! It was a mob scene. How much was this house? His his listing. How much was it? it? Twenty twenty million. Twenty two million nine hundred and fifty thousand. Okay, yeah. just some perspective. Okay, Thank you. Yeah. You could have just given him that. I'd get so it. I'd get so that. it's a so it's a twenty three million dollar house. Has everything? Has a bowling bowling uh, alley? Has tennis? Putting green. Putting green pool. Theater. It's got all the things. All the all the house, all the house ac- gym. All the accoutrement. Every that. box is checked. Yes. Uh, a couple points that I want to bring up. The first is it's this, and this is happening a lot. Your, your house got, because I think it had so many quote-unquote Instagramable moments, to I, to I walked in there and I couldn't get to the kitchen because there were people. Modeling. That, they were modeling, they're TikToking, they're Instagramming. Uh, what is that like to have an open house like that for you? Is that an uncomfortable feeling? It's imba- I
2: think it's embarrassing for those people. Uh-huh. I just, you know, I had about 100 people through the house, and I don't think a single agent had a client for that house. Yeah. And you have these these TikTok agents that have probably never done a deal or have, are new to the business just walking around the house, filming, presenting as if they're affiliated with this listing, and
0: um, they didn't even ask me permission. Yeah. Do you uh, do you do you fault them, Max? In other words, if you're if you're coming into this business and you yeah. you don't have any clients and you're just trying to drum up some business, you're trying to let your your followers, your network of people right. know, and it just seems like you see everyone else doing it. I actually saw, I think it was at your house. My biggest uh, my just biggest pet peeve is when you see a real estate agent and they've got that. Handheld selfie, selfie stick, it's but this selfie. one was like a gyro, like a gimbal, a gimbal, a gimbal. Yeah, because there. So here's the thing. Don't stay calm.
2: <laughs> I I am okay with people taking photos, saying, "Just saw this house, blah blah blah." If you have any questions, reach out to me, and then they reach out to me if someone reaches out. I don't I don't care how the business comes, as long as it comes. But to do a video, a presentation, as if you are part of this house. Where you're sharing
1: it with your client
2: live, right? I, I, th- I don't, I don't like that. I remember during that open house, there was a group of four guys. You came in with one of them wearing like all Versace or whatever the hell that I guy came, was wearing. Well, me,
0: I didn't come in with him. I came same in at the time. same time. Same Thank time. You. <sighs> you, got, you guys weren't. You guys
2: look like you might have been friends. Um, they were all pretending to do big business deals in the office mm-hmm. in the house, and they were. There's like six of them, and after 30 minutes, I walked in. I go, guys, because you're all in here filming. The people that might need to see this office aren't able to see the office, so keep it going. And they're like, Oh, well, no, well, just a couple more minutes to
1: film. They're literally sitting at the desk. I, I think we need. A, they're doing. Deals. We need a new rule. You can take stills. You can't take video. Yeah, this is really. It's the. I mean, I mean sometimes, it. sometimes I, I've been in situations where a client is not in Los Angeles and the the broker is doing a tour for somebody that's interested in the house. They
2: announce it to you. When you walked in, you were the first person and you came early, you came before 11 o'clock. That guy that came after you was recording himself for an hour and a half. I,
0: I think we, we stop allowing that. I think that it's just, it's, you know, it's the million dollar listing Um, This wave of new agents that have come in, and that's all they know. And then they wear those ridiculous suits, and they've got the hair. So much handshaking. Oh,
2: so much handshaking. And I'll say this. um, 2023, I'm calling um, The Purge. Think, Wh-
0: why is that, man?
2: I think 2023 is going to be very trying for major for the majority of agents in this business. Yeah. And these TikTok agents or whatever they are, they're not going to do a single deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And hopefully, it removes mm-hmm. them from the business and leaves the proper real agents left. Yeah.
0: That's a good hope. Hope it makes. I hope, hope, I hope that, makes. that makes. Hope that makes. So, hope that y- makes. But, you know, your, your house... Brought up another point for me that I was talking with Stephen this morning. Mm. So that house on Heather, which you have on the market in the 2022? 20, 22,950. So 22,950, uh, how many square feet? 15,500. It's a very big house. 1.4 flat acres. So you got 1.4 flat, yeah. and then you've got 15,000 square feet. So I I pose it to you, uh, what is the value of Beverly Hills? So Beverly Hills Post Office is is an area that's just above Beverly Hills. They don't have the same services. They use the post office. They have the same same zip code nine hundred two one zero. But it's not Beverly Hills. If you call your, if you have an emergency, Beverly Hills yeah. police don't come. The L A police come. The fire you department hope. comes. You hope
2: for for the fire department for this house specifically. I think is not an issue because there's a fire department like. Thirty seconds away yeah. on cold water, um, and then school system probably doesn't matter because if you have kids, you're taking them
0: to private school anyway. But um, so what? What do you think if you had that same property? Yeah, Stephen. Yes. Max. Yes. And that was just down the street just down the street in Beverly Hills a block away. Like on Loma Linda or something
1: like yeah, that. Yeah, your proper or whatever, Loma anything. Loma Beverly something. Hills. Ridge. On Loma Vista, it's a whole different no, story. Right. So you're on one of those streets. flat where you can have a flat. This is acre and a quarter. Acre and a half. Acre and a half. Basically. So, that's, so an acre and a half in in a it would have to be a flat area of Beverly yeah, Hills. I mean, the
2: price gets much more juicy. Double no, not double, but it.
1: I would I would add twenty five percent to that. Twenty five percent, Stephen. Do you concur? Uh, I I think based on the land mass and the square footage of the house, I would say that's probably right.
0: Yeah, I think it's a little higher than that. But in reg- in regards to, um, in regards to the post office, Stephen, you know how you've been in the business for a long time the the high value streets changed. so for a long time people wanted to be on cold water or off cold water right or b- off benedict in the 70s no on cold water on, not <laughs> on Coldwater, but but for a long time the, the canyons jumped everyone wanted to be on benedict that was like the chic street to be off of in the 70s am i right
1: yeah uh, it's chic i don't know if it's chic I, uh, there was trendy. I, I preferred. I always preferred Benedict to cold water. Trafficy, less, traffic. less traffic because there's less traffic. You know. So
0: what's the question? Uh, the question is: is what is the what is the what is the canyon? Not offshoot that people are looking at now. Is it Benedict? Is it Coldwater? Is it Laurel? Is it all tied? Does it not not matter? it's not Laurel. We only have... have, I'm I'm trying to make conversation.
1: We have Laurel. It's getting agitated. We have Laurel. We have Coldwater. We have Benedict. We have Beverly Glen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Laurel, Coldwater, and Beverly Glen are all heavily impacted by traffic. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: Benedict has traffic, too. It just doesn't go over... The hill to the valley, so less people travel on it. So generally, it's a more desirable location. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, I've got one more question for you both, and then we're going to move it over to some Beautiful. Uh, some uh, lifestyle? lifestyle issues. Uh, Stephen, do you have a house that you have reviewed lately on the MLS where you just said, boy, that is just a dreamy house and I would. I, I. don't have a client for it, but that is a real good one right now.
1: Do You have one of those. I've never used the word dreamy in describing a
0: house. Only. Only a man. I've. No. 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 Dreamy. I always use the word dreamy. I find that it evokes dreams. Dreams. And. Uh, and when people are imagining their life, they're they're having a dream, and I'm trying to find them a home There, that fits there that are dimension. some.
1: There are some great houses. I. I Love Kurt's house on Highwood that he built. That's on the market for forty plus million dollars. That's a beautiful house. Yeah, I love the listing th- that I have of uh, Bob Daly's. Oh, that one ranch totally on, cool. yeah. on Crater Camp on the Calabasas Malibu border. That's you know nineteen acres of just beautiful lifestyle, idyllic, um, bucolic. And there there are others. I'm really tired of the spec houses. Mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. you know the jam square footage on tiny lots they don't interest me so um, you know that's kind of what I like
0: yeah um, okay well thank you for that terrific engaging discussion it's dreamy Dreamy is in is in the dictionary, and you may want to look that one. It's, uh, it's, it's part of your vocabulary. It, it, I use it all the time, and and you're the first time that anyone's brought up offense to it. Do you use lovely too? If sure, if the situation calls for it. Okay. Uh, uh, Max, w- we we are throwing a curveball yeah. at you. This is something that you don't know, but your father and I thought it would be yeah. kind of fun. Okay. Um, what are your three? Favorite Italian restaurants in the city of Los Angeles.
2: Um, I just want to point out that Stephen yeah. looks like a rugged outdoorsman today. A little, bit. I love it. Thank you. He? Yeah, he always looks nice. like a because the because the beard is going down on the neck and it has not been trimmed, so he looks like he maybe you could you know take an axe to headed September, to the river. Maybe
0: <laughs> you know. No matter what your dad does, it doesn't matter what jacket he puts on. Yeah. Uh, he always looks like a parrot to me. <laughs> Shit. A parrot? Nice. You know yeah. you look like a parrot. No,
1: I don't look like a
0: parrot. Oh, come on.
1: I'll take a picture of a parrot <laughs> and send it to you. Yeah.
2: Okay. okay, Max. All right, so three favorite Italian restaurants in L.A.
1: Um, Hold on, time out. Yeah. On your on all of your... How many restaurants have you reviewed? I mean... A rough guess. 100. Over 100? Do you break... On your... Instagram at Max yeah. Shapiro. Yeah, correct. Do you break them down by cuisine, or does somebody no. have to look? Th- so somebody has to look
2: through all your reviews. You see them. the name of the restaurant, you click on it. It's ju- it's based on what you're interested in, not sectioned into cuisines. Okay, it's based on what you're interested. Go ahead. In. Um, so, uh, you know, you might disqualify me, but the first favorite is a twofer because they're next to one another, and that is Ostria Moza and Kispaka. Why well, I, well, I would why would I? But, but I'm that, counting that as one. That's one. Fine, counting that as one.
0: Same owner,
1: same location. <laughs>
2: same so
0: location. Osteria Osteria Mozza Chispaka. Yeah. Chispaka. Chispaka. Uh, they haven't touched that menu over at Mozza Pizza in a long time. Have they? So they, they? do. Uh, p- pizza. So
2: I don't go to Pizzeria Mozza. Um,
0: I don't. It's not the same thing.
2: No, I don't love the pizza, and I don't like being in that room. Hmm. Um, but I do like being at Osteria Moza and I, I don't love the room at Kispaka, but the food's so good that I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, but they change the menu over, uh, at Osteria and Kispaka based on the seasonal things like the, the big items that, um, are the signatures. They never really go away, but they sprinkle in some seasonal items, vegetables, um, do you want me to get into like maybe a, an order at
0: each or tell what, you What I'd like, like to get them? into. Yes. Uh, let's say I, I'm I'm on a date. Yeah. And um, your girlfriend. Or it could be yeah. Or you're on a date. Or when you your, say I'm on a date. One is on a date. Like one. When is one on a is date. on a date. Like when you're on a date. Just anyone, a yeah. person. And I'm at Osteria Moza. Yeah. And uh, how much can I expect to pay? Oh, we're always man? we're doing price. See, I always say
2: it depends on. Alcohol. If you yeah. drink or if you don't okay. drink, so one drink, you're having a drink. one drink each. One drink drink. Mm-hmm. One drink each. And then it, it depends if you get the steak or you keep it. You keep it small and you, and you uh, of make course. the pastas. Of course, making. but
1: if you eat like you normally eat at home, and if you he wants to know, yeah, because he is penurious. He wants I'm gonna have to, to Google know that one. He wants what
0: to is penurious like? He's cheap. You, you're calling me cheap now. I am, but okay. in a way that we didn't know what it meant. Um, he he wants
1: to know how much he's going to have to take. He's going to have to. How much money he's going to have to take. In order to pay the like, bill. in other words,
2: you don't. Uh, it, I'd say two hundred and eighty bucks. Oh my God!
0: There we go! <laughs> I can't believe it! There we go! And what's you, next and on he's, your uh, list? And he's, and he's
2: only having one
0: drink. <laughs> <laughs> what's next on your list? I don't want to go to that one. That's right? Yeah. Pass.
2: Yeah. I don't. Do
1: you, John, have you ever gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way,
2: what's next on my
1: list is even <laughs> more expensive. Have you ever gone? Have you ever gone to a restaurant, looked at the yeah. menu, and said, "We have to leave"?
0: <laughs> no, but I did. You know, I'll just I'll order defensive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so do you want like so you a got three hundred for that order here at uh, each place, or you want to move What's it on? What's your favorite
0: thing at Mozza? So there's not one
2: favorite thing. Um, I love so I love it Mozza. They do these Cantabrian anchovies with the buffalo mozzarella and garlic uh, bread. I hate anchovies, great. It sounds like okay. twenty six dollars. Delicious. But then there's also the burratina pugliese with the Kruski peppers the crunchy peppers yeah those that's very good my favorite two pastas there uh-huh. are the tagliolini with the butter and the 36 month parmesan it's it's three ingredients it's amazing tasting and then the uh, garganelli with the bolognese is is lovely and i say lovely lovely's in my yeah, in my go. lexicon and then um, their porcini rubbed ribeye is very good. Yeah. I like kissed on the almond wood And when, li-
1: when I go to Mozza with my wife. Yes. I yes. prefer not to sit at a table. I you prefer like the mozzarella to sit bar. at the mozzarella bar. You sit at the bar, you get the food, you have the show of the people making the salads and the mozzarellas. Yes. And uh, it's 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 a little less precious when you're sitting at the mozzarella bar. You know what they call that in kitchen speak? What?
2: Gard manger
1: okay now give it to me in American speak
2: Garde manger
1: and that means
0: what? I don't know You don't know okay. it's like cold it's a cold cold dishes you know, okay. when, I, when I go to I'll tell you why I don't like to go get pasta because I can make I can make pasta at home within 95 percent. Of what they're doing. Bullshit. Oh, we're gonna I test can't. that. Theory. Bullshit. When let's I, have a taste test. Only th- when I do let's have my a taste test. When I get the he reos. hand making pasta, at home? when I get the reos, we've oh, charred <laughs> tomato sauce. <laughs> but I hook it up though. That's well, you that's want him to go s- to restaurant number two. Oh sure.
2: You don't want me to go through the Kispaka order.
0: You oh I, I, no, no, we're good with that one. Let's go. That one's with, too much. Kispaka, please, please go.
1: Number two. Wait, wait, wait. Kisbaka yeah. as a caveat, which is You no can't go with no two hard people. Liquor. Yes, no. you can. I've I've mastered the two people. Uh, uh, yeah, Kisbaka. but I like to go with six people so of you course. can get various different entrees. So I go ver- I,
2: so that's the thing. I go small items and you have a great time. Okay, like you know those uh, uh, the porcini short rib, the really thin yeah. Korean style short rib with the yeah. salsa verde.
1: Okay, moving on. Moving on.
2: My number two Italian yeah, in it. Los Angeles, Capo. Ooh. Ask me how much for two there, bud.
0: Uh, well, let me hear what it is a little bit. Give me a little Bring back. the wire instructions. Is that really, it's it's expensive. So, so Capo is a special
2: place, you know. Small. It's not that small. It feels small. It's a big A-frame room. It's a lovely it feels room. It small to me, yeah. Anyway, these last two places, Quispacos, Rimotes, and Capo, longevity you can't fault longevity these places have been open for a long time for a reason capo especially now in the in the front capo is very expensive the appetizers pastas crazy but the steak at, at capo the steaks there are cheaper than all their competition
0: mm-hmm.
2: which is insane why do you think that is? It's... I have no idea, and they're using the same high-quality beef as other places, and they're cooking it in the fire in the dining room. Well, Because they know you're ordering a $48 pasta to start. It's or, or a $40 salad. Yeah. So you just go there and get the steak? No, I'll, I'll give you an order. Okay. <laughs> the Holland asparagus, it's the season. They mm. poach it.
1: Uh, they the white ones? It. Yeah,
2: mm. very nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I notice with white asparagus? Uh, less pee smell? No, same
0: pee same smell. Same pee smell. got it. <laughs> um, oh God, I know you way too well. It's like we're related or something. Uh, you know what's great? Yeah. I'll tell you what's great about you two when you guys don't know it, because clearly you share a lot of the same DNA, yeah. is every episode, unless I warn you in advance, you bring up going to the bathroom so in some fashion. No, so, I don't. Yeah, okay. you do.
2: Moving on, John. Um the Grilled spot. That prawns. was your,
0: that was your last. Moving on, Josh. I'm going to tell you that. Okay. <laughs> moving on. You're like a bird. Go uh, ahead. There's going to be
2: parrot. a. There's yeah, going to exactly. be an allotment. Moving like a, on. Just a parrot repeating it. Uh, the grilled spot prawns, uh-huh. when in season, uh, spaghetti amatriciana. And then you either go, if you're with two people or three, you either go the Bone-In Ribeye or the Bone-In New
1: York, mm. and you have a beautiful time. Mm. Okay. And the room is so cool. It's an with amazing a- room. The wood-burning fireplaces in the corner of the room.
0: Incredible art, okay. Okay, music. Okay. Max, you hinted at prices, but let's really get into it. Two people. Me, dude. Two people doing your order. The, one drink each? One drink each. That's how. That's how. By the way, that's how 350? we always do it. Yeah, let's a lot for three fifty. <gasps> <laughs> well, <laughs> not, do it. I'm we're not giving, doing. We're giving. We're
1: giving. Max is giving a list of restaurants that John will never go yeah. to.
0: Before you go on there before. for a you multitude of literally all I'm talking
2: about is beef.
0: You, before you go on the date, you go. I'll, I'll make you a terrific deal. <laughs> it's a, We can either go to this restaurant. It's going to be about three fifty. Or we could just have a salad, and then I'll just throw you a hundo and see what see what they take for the for the for for the, what they prefer. Yeah, maybe the move is why don't you come over for
2: a and then we'll go to dinner. And you'll that. make that you'll make that ninety five. You make it ninety five percent, and then Absolutely. and then you know your date will be somewhat full and not really want to order very much. Max, let's hear your
0: third um, third choice.
2: Curveball here. here. Whoop. And it's not Italian-Italian, it's Italian-American. Let me guess, South Beverly Grill. No. no, uh, There's no Italian on South Beverly Grill. And Island. maybe because it's no new and I'm so into it right now.
0: La Dolce Vita. La Dolce Vita. What a shock.
2: It's a real shocker. Uh-huh. Stephen Shapiro going there tonight for the first time. Yep. Looking have, forward. Won't have a full proper order to assess the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear about it if he doesn't like it. But if he does like it, happy to hear it.
0: That's the one. Actually, I, I would go. I I do want to go to that one. Good luck finding la anything dolce to eat. Oh
1: uh, right, you're I, a, you're plant based. I, I can, can find a, something everywhere. Maybe you can have a salad. Oh, we can have
0: rapini. Yeah, it's got yeah. olive oil. So you've got so you've got la dolce vita. Yeah. Hold, before you give me the dishes. I will. One drink. You know the rules. Uh, one the drink. Pr- the price before the order. One hundred percent. You you uh, uh
2: I like to know the drink. price. You know what? You could probably get out of there for under 200 bucks. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: Johnny Happy.
0: Special occasion. Big Johnny
1: Happy.
2: Special occasion. So the prices on the menu look a little juicy, but the portions are also double what other people are.
0: Doing. Do you ever like look at the pending sales and see that we're off, whatever, what What? was it, 60% and then just start thinking about where you're going to be eating next? You should. Yeah. 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 yeah, I should. Yeah. Have you ever tried El Pollo Loco? The, passion, the passion's
2: too, too strong. The old
0: spaghetti factory? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah what is your favorite what is your favorite when second tier restaurants a sit-down restaurant yeah you're not in that300 yeah you maybe you're your 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 step below what's your favorite so this is where we
2: get a little more in the ethnic realm okay right so like non-bunkan which is yakitori, I'm out of there. Balling out for like hundred and twenty-five bucks. Maybe maybe in the next episode we talk about more affordable um, restaurants. So maybe I hold back on this right now. I think we can go for one more non Khan. Okay, and got, yeah. I go to a, a place called uh, Fang Mao, Fang which Mao. is Chinese, northern Chinese lamb skewers. Mm-hmm. You get it out of there, pretty cheap. So you either so you just
0: go to the, the ethnic route. That's that's your recommendation. Well, those are usually
2: the ones that don't um, really push. All the service elements and the atmosphere, and and uh, it's just about certain dishes, and and it's it's more casual, and you don't you obviously don't pay that
1: much. Okay, can we get the order for La Dolce Vita sure, since l- I'm
2: going tonight? It's a very cozy, vibey place. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you feel about places like that.
1: I'm very cozy. Are My wife, yeah.
2: I noticed yesterday uh, uh, your stepdaughter, Brooke, sent me a video of you watching basketball. Yeah. And you have a movable headrest for your couch.
1: No, that's a chair.
2: Your chair. You have a headrest? Yeah. That, okay. Anyway. Um, Got to be comfortable. for <laughs> two. This guy just has a headrest that he carries around with. No, him. I don't carry it around. It stays on that chair. Okay. Go ahead. Tuna tartare, which comes with the tonado on top mm-hmm. and... Chickpea panele, a nice vehicle to, to shovel the t- t- tartare into your mouth. So the the,
1: the 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 toasted bread is is not toasted chickpea. bread.
2: It's a fried chickpea fritter. That's what I'm saying. So in lieu of, and it's gluten free for all the people that don't do the gluten. Mm. They can have a chickpea panelle, but it's a nice vehicle to throw okay. in the mouth. Maybe the I'll tunas. try it. Well, maybe go ahead. Maybe okay. Then we have a tableside Caesar for two. Mm-hmm. We've all had a Caesar. We all have had a tableside Caesar. they mm-hmm. are just using nicer ingredients. Um, can I ask them not to put the anchovies in? It's in the sauce.
1: Oh, okay. So that, I can the do table. it. I can do it. In Caesar the sauce.
2: salad should never have just anchovies floating. Uh, okay, on it. it should be Good. in the sauce.
1: Good. I can do that.
2: The shrimp fra diavola, Madon. Okay. I'm going there. You're going there because it's I'm a having perfectly, that. It's like a. Oh wait. Yeah. Is it out of the shell? Of course, okay. And you know what? They're they're uh, vongole uh, pasta, which is coming up later on in the
1: order. Yeah. Um, they're tagliatelle. Yeah. No clam shells. Oh, I hate to work. No, I hate to pay the price and 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 pull what a lobster dude? out of its shell. I don't. The whole
2: Get my hands dirty in cooking. The rule has always been: don't put anything on the plate that's not edible. Ah. Yet everybody that does a vongole puts the frickin' shells in the bowl. Okay. Not edible, the shell. Go on. Okay. Shrimp fra diavola, spicy, perfectly poached, or sorry, seared uh, blue prawns from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, bucatini al limone.
1: Oh, I love a pasta limone. I, that's what
2: I suggested yeah. that you get.
1: Love a this pasta This one, a little
2: limone. pecorino cream with lemon in it. Mm. There's only two people dining, Max. What only, I'm not going to have all of gonna it. He's going to get three things.
1: I'm going to get three things. He's going to get three things. And I won't be able to eat them all.
2: The vongole. The pork chop with pepperonata,
1: yep.
2: It's almost like a play on sausage and peppers. Ooh! But with uh, with
0: we yeah. Um, and the bone and veal parmigiana. Okay. And uh, Stephen, what are you celebrating tonight? Or is there a reason why? Yes, I I'm celebrating. You did, did you close a deal? No. You're, did you did you you just celebrating be- Tuesday. It's just to, this is Celebrating Tuesday. Celebrating love. This Tuesday, this Tuesday celebration. Ate home last night. It's time to go, time out. To go <laughs> out. Time to go
2: out. What yeah. are you going to consume uh, alcoholic-wise? Uh, Probably a margarita. Okay. I want you to put Michael Toscana there, uh, bartender, great bartender.
1: Have him do you a little something. To the, Put him to the challenge? Tell him I like a margarita, make me something that I'll like in the margarita world? Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, Max. Do thanks. I mention your name to him? Please. Okay. Max, besides besides uh, eating dinner, yeah, what do you what do you like about living in L.A.? What do you, what do you like to do? I like to walk. You're a big walker. I like to walk in the streets. So, and I, I heard that about you that you you get up and you go on these very long walks. Yeah, just right out there. Not not a hike. City walk. No, I don't drive to walk. People that hike, they drive to walk. I walk out my
2: front door. Um, I live 600 feet from the flats of Beverly Hills, and I walk through Beverly Hills.
0: I think that, yeah. I, and by the way, when you say that, I am not discounting that. This is a beautiful walking street. I like to walk myself.
1: Boy, walk by that new Chanel store if you want to be knocked out. In what capacity? Physically, it is f- phenomenally beautiful, and and just your eyes just are in heaven when you look at that. Is street.
0: that an? Is that? It, r- forgive me because I'm not on the fashion house, houses. Is that an LVMH brand? Yes, it is. Yeah, because I, aren't they b- looking at building something here in Beverly Hills? LVMH. They're 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 build, They want to build a very
1: very high end hotel called Le Chevre Blanc. Mm. And um, Chevre
2: like goat cheese, or Cheval.
1: Cheval Blanc. Le Le Cheval Blanc. Got it. it. Yes. Uh, and they went through years of approval process mm-hmm. with the City Planning Commission, went through their environmentals, went through their traffic, bought, bought the, uh, the, the store at Rodeo and Santa Monica, then bought the Museum of Radio, then bought three stores next to that so they have ingress and egress without bothering people. And uh, after all this and city council meetings, it was approved. It's been approved. It's been approved. But now there are certain unions that have uh, brought up objections, even though it's going to be a union shop and it's going to provide, I don't know how many hundreds of jobs to build this place or thousands of jobs, Mm -hmm. and then hundreds of jobs to operate the hotel for whatever reason they're objecting they got, they only needed 2,500 signatures to go on a special ballot to try and remove their approval. So so I think May 18th or somewhere around there, there's gonna be a vote in Beverly Hills of the populace to see whether they approve it. And I had lunch today with a former city planning official and he said, "Boy, I, I I hope the people vote for it." I, and I said, "Well, why wouldn't they? There are no tax dollars involved. Nobody in the no residents are paying for this. This is all completely private enterprise, and it's going to be a great monument for the city. Mm-hmm. So we'll see." Yeah. Well,
0: I, I'm 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 rooting for them. Yeah. I hope it makes. It should make. Yeah. We'll see let's if it makes. It ma- let's it hope make. it makes. We'll see if it makes. Yeah. Um. All right. What else? Uh, do you mind if I bring it back to real estate, or do we got to wrap it up, or what, are you rolling your eyes at me? Pet peeve. Uh, let's do your pet peeve. I was going to talk about my my property that I put in an escrow. Oh, let's talk about. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just interesting yeah. because we yeah. we we hemmed and hot on. The, I never worked so hard on the pricing of a of a product. Did you I did.
1: sweat while you were working on it?
0: I don't. I'm not really. Not sweater. He doesn't Calluses sweat. while you're working on it. I, I don't know what to say to that. I use my mind. Okay, there it is. And uh, so it, it just was a lot of work because you, there's so many unpredictable factors. And, you know, you don't...
1: It's not a science. it's, it's never is a
0: science, right. but in some markets it's easier than others. You can almost predict multiple offers. But what's interesting about this market, Stephen and Max, that I learned, is when you have a property even at an aspirational price, and we didn't, you're getting multiple offers because people are what are they doing, Stephen? They're lowballing. And so you get you can get multiple offers that way. Some people lowball, some people see an opportunity and jump on. Yeah, but anyway, so we, we listed this and I, I think it's a product of it was a it was a condo. It was underneath that 4 million dollar threshold that you talked about. There's still a lot of activity for. Mhm. And I think a couple things that were going for it. When you look at these new condo projects, the Four Seasons, which has some tremendous flaws, the Century Plaza Towers, which also has a lot of flaws, flaws. Beverly West, which has flaws, Manor in Oriental, and um, all, those, all these new projects. This is a very well-established building, and it was designed beautifully. The floor plan made a lot of sense. And, you know, you have a lot of people that moved out of town for the pandemic, and they moved to places like Palm Desert, and they're kind of missing L.A., and they're coming back. And so, you know, we put this thing on the market, and we had 20 showings a week. How long ago did you put it on the market? I think we're, this is our third week. Third week. Yeah, so we were, we had multiple offers, and we're, you know, we're in over-asking, and... um, hope it makes. So, yeah, hope it makes. And so
1: Well, the the other beauty of that is at the price range that you're talking about. Mm. If you're comparing to the new projects in town,
0: better value. Three
1: times, and I know. four times the price. It's
0: incredible. But you know what's and They're interesting. not selling. So. I know, but you know what's interesting is Sierra Towers is just above the fray price-wise. It's always been. And they I I don't think they don't have a sprinkler system, do they?
2: I have no idea. I don't, I don't it, believe they have a... Sp- it predates the, it, the necessity of a sprinkler system. Yeah,
0: so you're in there in some $4 million little apartment, and they don't have a sprinkler system. Um, so, anyway. Uh, so yeah, Sierra no, Towers is an anomaly. It's an and, anomaly, yeah. so we're, uh,
1: But it's always been kind of celebrity-driven, and that's why people go there, because Elton John had a place, or Cher yeah, had a no one, place. Or, none of
2: those celebrities actually live there anymore.
1: Yeah. No, but the the
0: reputation is there. Right, yeah, the rep The reputation's there.
1: And a great location, too. Yeah. And so, great
0: views. Yeah. So now, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do for a second act. I mean, you know, when you get and you're doing the deal and you're working really hard, I just, I want another one. I'm just... I'm Tell you hungry. what you do. Tell me. You, how many units are in the building? I think 72, I want to say. Okay.
1: So there's 72 beautiful letters that you send to the other residents Advising them that you just sold this in less than three weeks, over asking, and if they have any interest in selling, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. happy to have a very mm-hmm. private conversation with them.
0: Will you, as the broker of record? <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. Yeah.
1: Will you write the letter? No. Will you pay for all the FedEx?
0: <laughs> Thank you. Will you share in some of the costs?
1: There's no cost. It's
0: it's. it's I I'm not buying stamps. No. Oh, okay. Yes, you are buying stamps. Yeah, so you'll, yeah. you're not going to come in, and you're not going to support what, your agents that what way. What
1: percentage of of every dollar do you get? I'm not going to discuss that oh, in okay. a public forum. Well, think about it.
0: Okay, so I see a percentage there where you okay. can. Yeah, fulfill. but out
1: of my percentage, I'm paying for this space that you're sitting in. I'm paying for telephones. Uh, uh, I staff, keep the lights on in here, Chachi. Staff. Okay, next, next. <laughs> next moving on you know i will
0: say you know what though can i say this about this building is this is a great building and the manager has been there for 30 years and the manager has a son and the son has a real estate license and that building is really tough to do business Uh, around that fella
1: doesn't doesn't mean you you know what tell me don't try you, get you don't to, get. You don't get anything, right?
0: And with that, close You know that, you know that from fit. your
1: dating experience. <laughs> oh God! If you don't and, try. You don't succeed. And,
0: and with that, uh, I th- want to wish everyone it's a time deep. to adjourn. Oh, oh, Stephen Jesus, wants to do his peeve. Oh, I down. You know, Stephen is a Stephen has a lot of low level gripes in his life, and they're they're just I don't know why he is so easily irked. The fact that you consider my
1: gripes low-level is offensive. <laughs>
0: they're they're high-level you know like to, to do? me. I'll tell you what I'd like to do. You're discounting I my like, gripes. Shh, I want to tell you what I'd like to do. Yeah. Uh, tonight, you and your fourth wife, Ellen. Yes. I would love to join the two of you at La Dolce Vita.
1: able for two, John.
0: Oh, come on. Uh, no. <laughs> well, we could. Let's if hear your pet peeve. Max can Steven.
1: organize it. My pet peeve yeah. is one of Max's pet peeves.
0: Mm. Ma- mm. Ma- where Max' life is Max's pet peeve. True. If he doesn't have food in his mouth, True. then he's and then he's don't put your a, finger up. Don't put your don't no, put, no, no, your whole life's no, no. a pet peeve, Max. You're angry. You're don't not, don't bring it you're up. Not. You're not incorrect. Okay, I know. Uh, you don't think I know you,
1: Chad? So what? What? What re interested me in this pet peeve was an article in. The Wall Street Journal, maybe last Wednesday or Thursday, I sent it to Max, but he didn't read it. And I knew the pet, what it was. The pet peeve is going to a restaurant, getting a beautiful basket of bread, and they give you butter that is the same consistency of the ice in your drink. And then you try and cut the butter, put it on the bread, and it rips the bread. Oh. It's stupid. Butter mm-hmm. can stay out of the refrigerator. Yeah. For three weeks right. or more, mm-hmm. salted butter even lasts longer. So why, why freeze the butter? Give it to your customers when it can last for well, an extended. What
0: restaurant was this that that happened?
1: Oh, any number. It
0: happens at a number of restaurants. Yeah. you remember the first time you paid? I, for today food? I
1: had lunch at Hillcrest. A, a, a ball of frozen butter. Oy, yeah. <laughs> I'll bet the butter at your Bel Air country club that you belong to that you object to a $100 dinner, but you have a a very high-end country club.
0: Don't do that. I'll bet their butter is frozen. The goyim are great with butter. (laughs) Um, Stephen. Yes. uh, Do you remember the first time you paid for bread?
1: Breasts?
0: Bread. Oh. Oh.
1: No, no. Jesus. Okay, wait. Did you not
2: is hear the first time that you paid for breasts?
0: Did you ask me if the what did you ask me? You're the only one that heard it that <laughs> oh, way. You paid for bread. <laughs> breasts. Breast. Bread. <laughs> I
1: pray I I paid for bread at the farmer's market. Okay, last when I, was yeah, the first time you paid for bread? like
0: when when you first went to a restaurant and as opposed to bread being offered to you, they had like a bread service and they said bread will be six dollars? Well, I'm kind of used to it
1: from going to Europe. They've been they they have a in Italy they have what's called a coperto and you pay 2 euros without ordering anything and they bring you the
0: bread. I remember I was at Gulfstream and they the South Beverly group restaurants yeah. Hillstone, Hillstone Hillstone and they they charged for bread service and I was just I mean I, it goes without do, saying that I was still in do. shock. Gulfstream's closed. No, but the Hillstone. Well, now it's very common that restaurants don't offer bread service.
1: Is there a charge for bread service tonight at La Dolce Vita? What
2: you get tonight, you get free house-made tomato focaccia. You get another sourdough-style bread. You get jardinera, soft butter, and
1: olive oil. I don't like to say free. I'd like to say included. It's included in your stay. Okay.
0: Guys, we covered a lot today. Would you
1: like to see if they can accommodate three at my table tonight? Yeah, I'd love tonight? to. Yeah.
2: So You're going to have I just, me? I just want to say I'm pay? so... Oh, good question. Thanks. Go ahead, Max. I just want to say I'm so proud of you for bringing that up as a
0: pet peeve.
1: Thank you.
2: It really speaks to me. It is a peeve. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's
1: a realistic one.
0: Guys, we covered a lot today. Uh, we covered three of Max's favorite Italian restaurants. We talked about the value of the Beverly Hills Post Office as it compares to Beverly Hills. We talked about this flood of new agents that take uh, videos and photos and TikToks on on your listing and pass it off as their own. We talked about the interest rate going up, the writer's strike. We talked about First Republic Bank, and we talked about the lack of pending sales and how the numbers are down. We've covered a lot. We're glad you joined us on Hope In one
1: episode.
0: What episode is this? No, in one episode. In one episode,
1: it, that's why... We could people, have
0: spread that out over six no, episodes. No, we don't need to, because we have plenty of content. And we also talked a little bit about the fact that Stephen uh, looks a little bit like a bird. And I hope everyone has a wonderful <laughs> wait, day. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Tell me. I'd like you. I asked you earlier, yes. and you ignore this. So. And I've asked before. Yeah. I'd like you to acknowledge our engineer on this
0: board. We have a terrific engineer. His name is Mark Carlini. I don't know if he wants his name associated with this. He's a director... <laughs> and he is a... a Maybe a, he's
1: out of work with the writer's strike. He's trying to hit the applause. No,
0: you go like this. <laughs> Mark, Mark Carlini is our engineer. He's a director. If you have Amazon um, Video at home, you can watch his feature debut. She's from Portland. It stars... The, is that the wrong name? It's the wrong name. She's from... She's in Portland. She's in Portland and it's it's thank you it's where called, is she from she's in Portland and it stars uh, Minka Kelly she's Ooh. delightful saw her on a walk really very nice yeah could have dropped Mark Carlini's name and that would have gone very well could have guys thanks for joining us check us out next week and we're gonna have a great show and, and have a good one everybody hope it makes